Hello and welcome to the final episode of True Tales with your host, Daniel. Today we're going to be reading another story from r slash confessions. This one's called I Stole Thousands from My Elementary School and Never Got Caught. So I was somewhat, <laughs> so I was a somewhat misbehaved child in elementary school, always being sent to the school office to see the principal at least once or twice a week. At our school, we had big charity raffles to raise funds for our music and arts programs. Giveaways and toast, giveaways of toasters and grand prizes of cars. Jesus, what elementary school can buy a car to give away to raise money for him? I feel like you just give that money to the music program anyway. So each kid would be tasked with walking around the neighborhood selling the raffle tickets, to which the buyers would mail or drop off an envelope of cash with their order from form directly to the school office. The school office kept these envelopes in a big box right next to the waiting room chairs next to me, next to the principal's office. Don't ask me why, but one day, while waiting to be disciplined for mouthing off my teacher or causing a ruckus, I accidentally bumped the box and heard the change inside an envelope. An idea popped into my fourth grade mind. I sneakily opened the letter without tearing it and emptied out the cash, leaving the order from inside and closed up the letter. To my shock, about $40 had appeared in my hands. I repeated this process for a few more letters until the principal called me to their office. I quick, oh my god, I quickly realized that I could keep getting, getting away with it as long as I kept getting in trouble. So my troublemaking gradually increased and I emptied out more and more of these envelopes, hiding the cash in old report card envelopes hidden under my mattress. This went on until fifth grade when they stopped doing these raffles. I don't know whether it was my doing or not. But nobody ever said a word to me or raised suspicions about me. <laughs> Jesus. I took stock of my cash one late night, using, <laughs> using it to buy a toy with a built-in flashlight. I counted over a thousand dollars. Oh my god. This is not good. I feel bad for the school, because it's for charity. He stole charity money. I mean, to be fair, he was like 12. Not even, but like... I feel like he should have a conscience at that age. Jesus. Not good. Okay, so let's get on to the next story. Okay, so our next story is from r slash confessions again, and it's called, I bullied a special needs kid when I was in elementary school, and I never got the chance to apologize. Okay, this might be slightly worse than stealing charity money, but when I was in third grade to fifth grade, I bullied a special needs kid who I will call Ronnie. Ronnie was a kid who needed a teacher around him so he doesn't act up. He talked sort of unusual and did things that he himself had no idea was against the rules or was disruptive. He always wanted to play with me and my friends, but we always never let him. Through my whole life, I was taught to always accept people no matter what, but I was an elementary school kid and didn't understand exactly what special needs were. I remember yelling at him, throwing things at him, and talking behind his back to my friends. God, I was awful. When all he wanted was to be my friend. But I just didn't understand him. For three years I poked fun at him and understandably he didn't get the message. The final straw was when I found a birthday invitation in my locker. It was a surprise party that I did not know and I wrote a note on it telling Ronnie I hated him and then put it in his desk. Two girls saw me and reported me and I was in serious trouble. Thankfully he never found the note. I realized I fucked up bad. I have medical problems and had to deal with ignorant people myself in middle school. And when it slowly dawned on me what I did, my brother was also diagnosed with high-functioning autism, and people bullied him. I would be pissed 
Yeah. I would be pissed. I'm a high school student now, and I haven't seen Ronnie at all. I realized how awful I was, and now I can never apologize. Ronnie, I'm sorry. Edit. For those who say I should find him on social media, I don't know if it will work. I don't remember his full name, but I could try. And I have been trying to do things to be a better person. Not many opportunities popped up, but I did the best with what I could. Okay, well, I... Jeez, you're just a fucked up person. I get that it was, like, elementary school, but, like, hey, like, person with special needs, I hate you. That's not a good message. Anyway, okay, on to our next story. Alright, our next story is also another one from r slash confessions, because they're really fun. But this one isn't as fun, it's a little bit worse than the other two. It's called, I broke a kid with Down Syndrome's arm by dunking on him. This was when I was 16. We just got released from school, so my friends and I went down to a basketball court. We saw a guy sitting on a bench. We had three people, so we asked him if he wanted to join in to run some two-on-two. He looked up and started talking. We were all surprised to see that he was clearly, like, special needs. He said in Down Syndrome accent, Hello, man. And we asked him again. He agreed. I have no idea what I was thinking, but I told him to try guard my dunk. He stood under the basket and I ran up. I went for the dunk. He literally got three inches off the ground. I fucking grounded his shit. He fell on the floor and started crying. He said he broke his arm and told us to get somebody. Not wanting to get in any trouble, me and my friends left the scene. I still have no idea what happened to him. Me and my friends have kept the secret for three years now. I'm sure the guy was fine, but he had to wait there for probably hours of a broken arm, waiting for somebody to find him. That is horrible. Oh my god. Jesus. Like, not only just to break his arm, but then to just leave him. Not even call, like, an ambulance or anyone to come get him. Just leave the scene. Alright, we have a little bit of a lighter note for the next one. Okay, so this story is called, I got caught shoplifting, and I'm going to be fired from my job. So, I got caught shoplifting at Wegmans, that I usually shop at. This isn't the first time that I've shoplifted, but it's the first time that I've ever been caught. I know that this is not an excuse for my behaviour in any way, and I know that what I was doing was wrong. I honestly don't know why I do it. I have a job that makes me somewhat happy at a consumer packaging company. There's just something that gives me small pleasure when I get away with shoplifting a few items. I usually feel some guilt for a little bit immediately afterwards, but then I feel the need to do it again later. Recently I've managed to convince myself it's not as bad because I'm only doing it from a big company like this and never a small business or anything like that. Again, I know what I was doing was wrong, but I always told myself that all the horrible things I could do, this wasn't the absolute worst since it was just a few makeup products. Anyways, I was shopping for some groceries and in between, I picked up a few makeup items and dropped it in my handbag. At checkout, I paid for the rest of my groceries and just not the makeup. I got to my car and was about to put the things away when someone came running up to me and asked me to come with them. I won't go into the exact conversation, but the security guy essentially made me pay a fine, gave me a trespassing notice telling me I couldn't enter any Wegmans for the next two years. He also said he was going to reach out to my employer and tell them about the situation. I should have just shut up when I was trying to see if there was any way to get out of the situation. So I said I worked for a 
CPG company. And they required me to be in a few Wegmans at the time, which was the truth. I tried to ask if there was any way I could get the trespassing uh, notice just for the store that, or something, and he said it wouldn't be possible. Throughout all this, I tried to explain that there was a genuine mistake, which I know wasn't true, but still. In the end, I just paid the fine and signed the trespassing notice and left. The next day, I get a call from my managers at my job, and they said that someone was starting an investigation, which was why someone reached out and notified them. Because of this, they had to suspend me until the investigation has been concluded. The security person at Wegman said he was unaware of any investigation and couldn't give me any other details. I don't know what to expect, but I know I'm going to be fired and I don't have anything to do about it. That's a bit weird phrasing, but you know what, we continue. On top of all this, I didn't tell my parents the truth. I'm from a culture where it is normal to live with your parents even as an adult. So when I got home from the store after the incident, I told my parents that it was a mistake and that I had meant to pay for an item but forgot because I was pay wasn't paying attention. They were so understanding and were immediately on my side. Now, after I got suspended, they want to see if they can speak with anyone at Wegmans on my behalf to get the suspension reversed. I don't know what or how to tell them that their child is just a disappointment. I know that once I get fired and my parents find out, I won't be able to find another job, nor will I have anyone in my life that will be there for me. I was hoping to go to grad school at some point, but not sure how I'll be able to once my job terminates me. And now I don't know what I have to do with the rest of my life. I just have a ball of anxiety in my throat and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Oh. I mean, that's they pro they got the most severe punishment for doing probably the least bad thing that I've read out today, which doesn't seem too fair. I kind of feel bad for them being that it was from a big company and just a few small things, but honestly, if you're going to, like, shoplift, just don't get caught, you know? Okay, on to our next story. All right, this next story should be the last one, and it's called I Stole My Two Roommates' Money While We Lived Together. Back in college, we separated bills between all of us, and each person got a certain bill. I was in charge of the electric bill, and I had to make sure it was always on time. Each month, my two roommates would send me their portion of the bill, and I was supposed to pay it. But since COVID happened, our state said they wouldn't... Sorry. <laughs> our state said they wouldn't turn off the power to any house if we didn't pay due to harsh times and such. So for a solid seven, six to seven months, I collected all their money and didn't pay the bill at all. Keep in mind, we had parties about twice a week in which included lights, music, and all that stuff. When I ended up leaving the house and came back home, I was worried about the after effects and paying the electric company back. But it turned out, if I said, said I had COVID and it debilitated me, they'd cover a good portion of it, which I did get while I was there. So I ended up pocketing all the money that they gave me over that time. I feel terrible because as a friend, I should have told them this rather than me just selling all their money and lying that the bills were always on time. Oh, well, that's a bit of a, I don't know. I mean, if they never find out, no harm, no foul, you know? All right, let's, well, there's a bit of a lengthy comment here. Okay. Someone did this to me. He was meant to pay our water bill, but spent it all on clothes. When we, when we moved out and I signed up for my new flat, they lumped the bill on me where I'd written my previous address 
and had to pay six months worth of, worth of water that I had already paid, as well as him and our three room, shared roommates. Jeez. Right. <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like if they don't have to, like, pay anything on top of what they've already paid you and they don't know, you know, like, eh, you know. Anyway, now I feel like it's time to wrap up our session. Come in. No, I've been taking my pills. I told you. I'm literally just reading stories. What are you talking about? No, dude, don't you? This is a way to go about. No, hands off. No, hands off. No, you no, no, hey. Don't know where, don't know where. 